Hi everyone, welcome back to A Cup of Cozy. My name is Oriana. And I'm Wanda. Today is Thursday, July 25th, 2019. It's not that hot right now, in so that's good. In the year of our Lord. Okay. In the year of our Lord? Just joking. Oh, I was, is that a thing? I don't know, I've heard it. I don't know where oh. I've heard it, but I've heard it. That's interesting. Is Do you want to talk about anything while we're first here? <laughs> <laughs> um, do you want to talk about anything? No, not yet. Okay. No. <laughs> let's I, I let's just, just ease let's into just go it. Right into it. I just like kind of spit my lip gloss on myself. That was unnecessary. Anyway, see, I've just got this. I do want to talk about some lip glosses have like a really nice like taste. Like the Jeffrey Star lip glosses, they taste like nice if they right. get in your mouth. Right. This one I currently have on is not a Jeffrey Star lip gloss, and it does not have a see, great. taste. I prefer if it's not going to have a good taste, don't have any taste at all. No, this has. It kind of feels chemically. Which it is. Most yeah, I know. Our chemicals. But yeah, but I, it's not like that nice, like, creme brulee flavor. That was a big thing when I was little. Not little, creme but younger. Flavor? No. Oh. Flavored lip products. Like, there was, like, the lip smackers. Remember those? And they came in, like... Bonnie Yeah, that, too. They came in, like, a thousand she flavors. She that's interesting because I have a friend named Bonnie Bell. Yeah. So she's Bon Bell. Bon Bell was, um, it was like chapstick and like lip gloss for like children. Okay, here's a little something to talk about. When I was, um, I'm very much a beach kind of person. And since I grew up in Long Beach in my formative teenage years, um, <clears throat> there's two scents that I identify all the time besides the beach in my life. And that is sun in because all my friends used sun in. Sun in. I messed my hair up to with get sun in. hair. Yeah. And there was a fragrance called Love's Fresh Lemon. And it smelled like lemons. And then they also had Love's Fresh Baby Soft. And that was like our first perfume. So, like, I can smell that kind of baby powder smell or lemons. And it reminds me of that. And my very first, not that anybody cares, my very first perfume that I got for myself is called Heaven Scent. Now, isn't that funny? Because my very first, like, big girl perfume was a perfume called Sun, Moon, and Stars. Yeah, mine was heaven sent. <laughs> and then I had a really shitty boyfriend who gave me a fragrance by Estee Lauder called Alliage. And the, the fragrance stayed. He did not. There we go. <laughs> I know that smell. That's a nice smell, though. I like Alliage. And for my friend Randy Axelrod, who I'm not sure if she listens, I gave her that for her Sweet 16, and she still loves it. <laughs> wow, there you go. So we've come full circle with perfume. But, you know, it's just funny how... Um, fragrance evokes such a feeling just like music it can take you right back mm -hmm. to a situation and um today i was watching the news and i don't really watch the news except for cnn very much but um ernie anastas and i commented to you i'm like oh my god ernie anastas looks fantastic and how i can tell you that he looks fantastic is i was going to studio 54 way back when and so was he with roseanne roseanne scamadello which was the character for gilda radner's rosanna nana that oh. was her, like, oh, how that's funny. how she got I that character. Roseanne Scamardello worked for Channel 7 Eyewitness News with Ernie Anastas. They were co-anchors. Everyone thought they had a thing going. I saw them in Studio 54. I don't kiss and tell. I'm not talking about whether or not they had a relationship. But they were very well-known anchors in the time. And it was kind of like the era of having a man and a female anchor, okay. which was not common. No, it wasn't. Sort of like the Ron Burgundy thing. That's exactly what it was like. And Gilda Radner, who was on Saturday Night Live, if you don't know who she is, please look her up. She's deceased now. She died from ovarian cancer. Uh, she was married to Gene Wadler, who, of course, Willy Wonka. Is Willy Wonka, the original Willy Wonka. 
And she based her character, Rosanna, Rosanna, Dana, from Roseanne Scamardella. Wow. Look at this. See this stuff I tell you people. Also, too, um, for many of you, I know a lot of people don't use, like, um, Twitter and stuff on computers anymore. We all have the app on our phone or our tablets. But the um, computer version, they did a full um, update of what it looks like, and it looks gross. I'm not a big Twitterer because no one ever In case you want to know. Looks like that. I can't really see it. Disgusting. Um, I'm not a big Twitterer. Twitter. Twitter. Twitterer. You're Barbara Walter. Twitterer. Yes. Hi, this is Barbara Walters. Anyway, another little impression I can give you guys. I'm not a big Twitterer because no one ever follows me back. I don't really understand it. I have like a thousand tweets coming at me, and then people are tagging on it and redoing it. So just so you know, I only like certain people's tweets. So. If if you follow me on Twitter, I will probably follow you back, and then maybe I'll get to I'm going to be, at it. like, 100% with you. I do not think older people like Twitter. 100%. older people? Older. Oh, older people. I do not think well, older. That's ages. That's fine. I don't, I'm just saying. It's just, like, I think Facebook's a crock of shit, but old people love I, Facebook. Oh, my, oh, she said old people again. It's, that's, that's, that's not. I'm right. going to be old, you're, too. Yeah, but you're generalizing, and I don't think that's the case. I think Facebook is just easier to navigate, and that's the problem. Mm-hmm. I think, also, as you're older, you're busier. Mm-hmm. Your generation, not necessarily your generation, but the generation below you doesn't have a hell of a lot to do. So they can sit and figure out how to work mm-hmm. Twitter every day. I'm a busy girl. Yeah. I'm busy, 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 busy. So I don't yeah. have time for I that. I hate Facebook. And I think Twitter used to be fine now that you have the like, like with a retweet, like with a retweet, the comment, like with a retweet, with this. It's stupid. And you don't see everybody's tweets. You just see whatever they want you to see. So that shit and all that algorithm shit has got to go away. And I think that's part of the reason I hate Twitter. So, so being said... Well, why don't we tell them about the topic today, Miss Ori? Well, the topic today, um, we're going to call it tag along, not like the cookies. Is that a cookie? I like those. I don't know if I like them. They're Girl Scout cookies. I know they're a Girl Scout cookie. All Girl Scout cookies are good. Doesn't matter. They, that's very true. Although I only like Thin Mints. Well, that's, a, that's a biggie. Yeah, yeah a that's like women, a... A lot of women. A lot of people like... Uh, so yeah, we are. We're talking about tag along and whether that be latching onto someone at work. Latching onto someone because they're famous. Latching onto someone just because they're better than you. It's not cool. And we're going to talk about why it's not cool. Speaking of which, I'm going to put this question out there because it reminded me of this. And I thought of this the other day. Somebody you know is going to be able to help me with this. And I know. There is a mint. I do not remember what they are called. They were pink, white, green, and yellow. They have ridges like potato chips. Okay. They are fantastic. If anybody knows where I can get those mints, they're like the mints. They're not covered in chocolate. The mint itself is pink, green, white, and yellow. And they have ridges. They're delicious. I want them. I've never had those. So I have a feeling it's a West Coast thing. So West Coast, help your friend out here. Tell her mama where to get these mints. I've not seen these mints. You've had them when you were young. You haven't had them since then. Anyway, with that being said, what we mean by the ta- the type of tag-along person is like the person who has a famous brother, sister, father, mother, aunt, uncle, cousin, and they think that makes them famous. Or the person that, um, because their mother, father, sister, brother is a doctor, they think they have medical experience. and Or think that they're just great because they're right, because whatever's a doctor. You know, we meet those kinds of people every day. I know tons of them. 
I wouldn't call them friend because I, I don't like those kind of people. No. So I put, wouldn't call them friend. So you want to start by giving an example? Oh, yeah. I do want to give an example because it was something that happened uh, personally to me. And uh, this may re-spark a bunch of shit. But um, my dad owns his own electrical contracting business. My dad retired from his regular 9-to-5 job uh, now four years ago. Actually, three, four years ago. Six to um yeah but he retired about four years ago but he has always since he was very young had his own business and um I had a friend they're not my friend anymore we'll get to why that they were out of college and they couldn't get a job in the field that they so chose to you know study in college and I had said to them hey you know what my dad is really He's a fantastic boss. He's a fantastic person to work for. He picks he up also, his employees every day. He also had a lot of connections. Yeah. So he was kind of like, find out what they're interested in and, you know, let's go from right. there. Right. My dad trains people. <clears throat> like I said, he picks them up. He gets them lunch. He pays everyone really, really well. And I'm not just saying this because it's my father. I'm saying it because it's kind of a fact. So he said, yeah, maybe he was looking to getting into and learning the trade of doing electrical contracting. So my dad was right. teaching him, and I mean really doing what people charge thousands of dollars because for in if school. You, if you go to be in a, a union electrician, like let's say in New York City, you have to take an apprenticeship. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of things. You have to be a journeyman, it's called an apprenticeship and all this. Those courses cost money. Mm -hmm. You don't just get free training. Not to mention on top of that, my dad maintains many licenses for the different areas that he works in. Those are money as well. And insurance. And, you know, insurance my dad carries... electricity right. is a big Especially commodity. because he's his own business. So you're, you are paying more in a lot of ways. So what started to happen is he started to cancel and flake. He would say things like, I have bad allergies, so I have to go to the allergy doctor. Now, this like, was like twice a week. Right. And what was starting to get annoying, too, is he wouldn't even text my dad. He would tell me to tell my dad. And, like, that's not how the workplace kind of works. And, and I intervened at one point, because mm -hmm. I know his mom, and I, I texted his mom, and I said, you know what, I know that my daughter is friends with your son, but my husband is employing him. So, therefore, if he's not going to show up for whatever reason – he needs to contact my husband, not Oriana. It isn't a friendship going on here. This is employer to employee. And in the big business world, you can't have your friend or your mom call your employer and say you're not going to be there. You must do that. So that's where that started. And then what started to happen is he was not showing up, not answering, but then thought he could just waltz his way back in because he was my friend before he worked for my father. And it wound up causing a really really big problem. I mean, clearly I'm not friends with that person anymore, but they made it like, well, I should just get special treatment because like I'm friends with your daughter. And that's not how it works. If someone goes out on a limb for you like that, just because you know somebody, whether it be your actual family or a friend of a family, you can't go and act that way. Right. to somebody. So that's the first example I'm going to use if you want to give us another um, sort of example. Okay, I will give another example. I have two friends. They are sisters. Their father was a famous journalist. And um, I started out, I was that kid. I wanted to be everything. I wanted to be um, an 
astronaut and I wanted to be a writer and I wanted to be an artist and I wanted to be a sportscaster and I wanted to be a teacher and I wanted to be a psychologist. So it took me a couple of years, even though I was going to school, to find out exactly where I wanted to go. As I was finished with one part of my education, because I had my BA at that point and was unsure what I wanted to do, I was working in advertising. And my friend's father, who was a journalist, who lived in my building, I grew up with these people. My dad and his and her dad were best of friends. You know, they're both of them are deceased now. We were the best of friends. And he suggested that I come down for an interview to see if I wanted to write it for, uh, you know, in any kind of journalistic qualities. But here is the difference. I didn't ask for the special treatment. It's what he suggested. He asked for samples of my writing. I gave it to him. I had a BA in communications at the time. So, you know, I had a dual major of communications and education. So it was fine. I didn't ask for it. He came. I went. I saw the environment. It wasn't something I wanted to do. And although he offered me a job, again, it wasn't something I was sure I wanted at the time. Well, after that, several people started contacting my friends, my two friends that are sisters. And it was men, women. They, they were like, well, you know, like maybe your dad could give me an internship here. And then her father went into work in the fashion industry in journalism. And then everybody came out of the woodwork. Well, I am a fashion designer. I'm starting my own design company. I'm doing this. And they just assumed just because the one time that I got that interview, that now that, they that were was all, like, that was an in, and they were all going to do that. Yeah. Like, See, that's something I think that happens a lot is that people think because a formula or a connection works for one person, it's going to always work that way. Um, another thing was a lot of people thought when I was younger and I was doing singing and stuff, I sang at a lot of the festivals, um, around Long Island, which is where I grew up. And a lot of people never once thought that it was because I was talented. They thought it was because my father worked for the township and it had nothing to do with that. In fact, it had very, very little to do with that. Because no one even really knew that my dad had a daughter that sang or anything. It was really on my own. It was not nepotism. um, No. It was very far from nepotism. And if anybody knows anything about local government, local government is very hand hand kind of, oh, if you wipe my hand, I'll wash your hand, et cetera, et cetera. It didn't work that way. My husband was not politically connected to have those kinds of favors. It was just, you know what? She was really good and she was cheap entertainment because they didn't have to pay her a lot. Because she wasn't that famous. So it was like, hey, if we can get someone like this and everybody loves them, why not? You know, let's use and abuse. And that's where it came from. I think you find also that um, it works a lot in in the celebrity world. Mm -hmm. People have a famous relative and they're not an actor or actress themselves. And I'm, I'm using this person as an example in a good way. Julia Roberts has a niece, Emma Roberts. Her father is also famous. Okay, Eric Roberts. She went into acting. Now, whether or not having Julia or her father help her, I don't know. That's not the point. But the point is she actually is an actress. Often what you'll find is someone has a famous relative and they're not famous at all. See, that's what they don't follow the field. A hundred percent. They still think they have the hierarchy and the celebrity. I have a hundred percent um 
a lot of respect for people. If you come from a famous family and you have talent, like someone like Emma Roberts, or if you look at Bryce Dallas Howard, who's Ron Howard's daughter, um, she plays Claire in Jurassic Park, if you guys don't know Dakota that. Johnson. Dakota Johnson. Both her parents were in the industry. And as new as um, Maya Hawke, yeah, who's now on Stranger Things. common because they're surrounded right. with that because they go to the set every day. It kind of forces it. But what I'm talking about is mm -hmm. the people that have just one famous relative and they're just like, oh, you know, my uncle is a dancer on Broadway. That's Therefore, I'm famous too. Right. No, you're, you're not. not. They're famous. And you see that more, I think, than the other the way around. Because, famous, too, right. those people, they're in the limelight since they're very young. I mean, um, Emma Roberts and I are the same age and she's been on TV. She was on Unfabulous when I think we were both like 12, 11. Right. So, but that always happens. There's always the sister or the daughter or the son that they're like, well, my dad is so-and-so. So like I should get the best table at the restaurant and I should get to go to award shows and get, that's the kind of shit that looks really bad. If you have the talent, it's natural because that's what you grow up around that. That's what you gravitate towards. That's a normal thing. Right. Now, when I was younger, I went to school with a bunch of people whose children were diplomats and that's where you'll find a, a big part of it you know they'll come out with well my father is a diplomat to the UN from Spain so therefore I should have my own reserve table at serendipity you know what your father isn't that well known so that doesn't carry your clout but that's what we mean by tag along they just assume because they have a famous something or their person is a hierarchy, that therefore they should get the same treatment. To begin with, I'm not even sure if those people should be getting such special treatment. Right. I don't think, and you know, and again, I, I have a daughter now who's acting again and has been in the business. I don't think because you're a famous actor that you should get the best table in the restaurant just because that's who you are. That's I mean, not if, a good look. If you're frequenting that restaurant and you know the owner, I, I get it. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, there were plenty of restaurants I was privileged to have good service at because they knew my dad really well and, and you know, lived in my building or something like that. I didn't expect it. I think that's where you run into the problem. If you get preferential treatment because the person is being nice or it's good customer service, that's one thing. When it becomes a problem is when you are really nobody, somebody in your family may be a somebody, and you're expecting that treatment everywhere Everywhere you, you go. go. You can't just expect to walk into a store and them to shut down, you know, the first floor of Bloomingdale's because you want to shop because, you know, your dad sang a song one time in the 80s. Right. That, that's not how it works. You know, your father's not Lionel Richie, and Lionel Richie's children don't go into stores and expect... Well, like, I'm sure Nicole Richie can because she's Nicole Richie. She's on her own. On her own, and she has a famous husband. So, right, but also, you know, too, like, I've not seen her use that. You very rarely see the bigger celebrities, and you want to know why you don't see it? Because they don't want that written, that they came in and were like, shut this down. You will see the second rate or the third Rate or or even worse than that, you'll see the people that are like on The Bachelor and shit like that. You'll see those people. They're the ones that like, pull them. I want to get into MTV and sit in the front. Wait, right. Because I want to get to you, Coachella and get right, passes. Because you paraded around in a bathing suit trying to find love when you were actually really trying to find your 15 minutes of Like, fame. let me tell you what's really annoying. I know a lot of people. I know a lot of people in the industry, not in the industry. I have a couple of friends that paid full price to go to Coachella. Now, if you know anything about Coachella, Coachella's not cheap. But the people from, like, 
YouTube and the people from like The Bachelor, they get like influencer passes and they don't have to pay and they get to sit in like the nice lounges and stuff that like my friends that are better known than those people have to like pay like good money to go into those things. That shit really has to stop. You know, and then, and then they get the extras like the gift lounges. A long time ago, I read an article, many of you probably is listening if you're young, you don't even know who this is, but Nick Nolte, who was a pretty big deal in Hollywood at one point, mm -hmm. very good looking actor, played in a great movie called The Deep with Jacqueline Bissett, also a very beautiful, well-known actress at the time. And he said, when I had nothing and was starting out in Hollywood, where I had to, the first Hollywood job I got, ask for an advance so that I wouldn't be kicked out of my apartment or have lights in my apartment. He said, I had to ask for an advance, and I got it. He said, I became a star, and I practically got given a car, a this, or that, going to the gift line. He's like, I'm getting, you know, $200,000 watches when I really could have used it when I was a starring upcoming actress. So maybe that's what they should do with the gift lounges, is start off, start off with the younger people that are just starting out in the business. And you don't have to be young to be starting. Like, a lot of people start out in their 40s and 50s and become actors and actresses. Yeah. Maybe they should be giving the gift lounges to those that are less high on the echelon because I can assure you people like Angelina Jolie and Jennifer Lopez yeah. and A-Rod, they, they don't need another dollars right. And they don't need another iPad because... Right, they just give it away to their assistants anyway right. or their families and stuff. And everybody's like, well, there's nothing wrong with giving it away to your family. It kind of is because... Wouldn't you like to give those things to underprivileged children that'll never own an iPad? I would. And I mean, also, too, not to be funny, especially now, because, like, I have an agent and I have, like, PR and everything. Like, those people make good money, too. Right. They make just as good of money as anybody else. And I know for a fact my PR girl or my agent, like, they don't need another iPad. Like, they're good on those right. things. Right. So, like, wouldn't it be <laughs> nice if they took that gift lounge stuff and either gave it to the new actors mm -hmm. and actresses just starting out or, like, donate hey, it. let's donate it to a school. You know, there's plenty of people that put themselves through through um, makeup school. And they can afford to buy those big palettes of makeup and stuff. Give it to them. They're starting out. They're trying to, to build a career. And, I, you know, that's the stuff I think that we, we need to really start focusing on is the tag along just not only gives you a bad connotation, you get so many freebies with it that you don't deserve. Oh, yeah. You deserve it for being so-and-so's aunt or so You know, it's sister. totally different. If you're the Jonas Brothers rolling up somewhere, you're all famous, sure. But you don't see, I think his name's Frankie Jonas, right? Is his name Frankie, the little one? I don't know the little one's name. Okay, I met him a long time ago. We'll just call him Frankie for now, and if his name is not Frankie, I'm really sorry. But, like, you don't see him out there trying to be like, guess what? I think he's pretty happy to just be there. Okay, here's a perfect example. Kevin Jonas is married to Danielle Jonas. Danielle Jonas has a sister and a brother. One of her brothers was in music. Mm -hmm. He didn't rely on the Jonas brothers no. to get him to music. Yes, he toured with them once, but that was it. You don't see them every day. And now my brother-in-law. <laughs> that doesn't happen. Certain people learn quickly that just because someone is famous or someone has a high stature, that they're not automatically of that same stature and that's important and I think we do that way too much now oh I agree I think the culture that we're in now is very like and here's my brother and here's my sister and here's my aunt and here's my uncle and here's this and here's that but like I said it always comes from the people that you're like you're out here like flexing that that's your and, whatever you, know, you take someone for instance I'm gonna use this person because this is the first person that came into my mind you don't see people like Steven Spielberg saying, this is my nephew, 
on my sister's side and he deserves to come into the gift lounge and get gifts. But again, you see the people from The Bachelor and Love Island and, you know, MTV. Teen Mom. Teen Mom. Like, oh, you know, I got this, I got this. First of all, I don't think you should be paid a salary for promoting the fact that you were 15 and pregnant. No. I'm sorry. No. Yes, many of these women have turned their lives around and are doing wonderful things. Chelsea, Macy, you guys are prime good examples. But they work. Chelsea went, her, went to, you know... Makeup school. Mm -hmm. Macy started her own business with her new husband. Mm -hmm. That's fine. And they're being real mothers. But some of you are just out there getting pregnant to get on the show, and you're collecting a paycheck just for talking about how hard it is to be a teen mom. It wasn't hard to be a teen sexually active, but it's definitely hard to be a teen mom. That's the stuff I have a problem with. And then the, the interrelationships as well. Like, I was on this Bachelor show and it didn't work out, so I'll go look for Bachelors that were 10 years ago. And then also, too, yeah, like it's Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah. And then if you watch, um, there's a show that's now on MTV, X on the Beach. And they're from Are You the One? And they're from previous seasons of Big Brother. And it's, it's just, it's almost like royalty, which intermingles to keep the marriage royal. I think that's what they do, because I think that especially those like lower echelon reality stars, they are really out here now in the industry thinking that they're better than those people that put in the time, right. the money, and the effort on a set you every know, day. You take like the housewives of Beverly Hills. Some of them are famous. They came from past famous relationships or, you know, someone like Kyle Richards who was a child actress, things like that. But now you have the people like from Vanderpump Rules. You work in a restaurant, Stassi Schroeder. You were a hostess. You're not an actress, you're not a singer, you're not a fashion influencer, you're not queen of the O-T-O-O-O-T-D. You know, it's just stupid. And I have nothing against Stassi, she's a pretty girl. But, like, you actually think you're the same status. These people were waiters, waitresses, and bartenders in a restaurant that just happened to be on television. There's a million waiters, waitresses in Hollywood, in New York City, in Chicago that want to be actors and actresses too. They just didn't get on a show and they're not getting into these award shows. Also too, here's the easiest thing and I do want to tell this because so many people, when they go to these places, you know, people plan on their vacations, they go to these places, they want to meet these people. They only work when there's filming. Like you will not go to Sir or Pump or Villa Blanca. You're not going to see Jax and Brittany and Stassi and Sheena. You're not going to see them. Trust me, that's not how it works. Maybe in the very, very beginning, yeah. Right. But, in the very beginning, they did work, and that's how the show was Right, born. but now? But now they're, they're very... celebrities. They don't have to work. They're all They just show up places. And actresses. They just show up places. And you know what? I'm sorry, Lala can't. Let me see you sing with Ariana Grande. Who's going to draw the crowd? Just saying. Right. And Ariana yeah. Grande didn't need her uh, fat old man fiancé now to... To foster her. Yeah, doesn't and need it. see, that's another thing. Her brother, Frankie, was a dancer and a dance instructor. Before she was anything. You don't see her dragging him around or her dra or her, him dragging her no, around. No, in fact, they're they quite their own. separate they're from quite each separate other. They're separate in their careers. And yes, they talk about each other as right. being brother and but sister. They're just, that's where it ends. But again, we're talking about Ariana having talent and we're talking about Frankie having talent. We're not talking about, you know. Right. And I'm Semi. sure Ariana's a good dancer, and I'm sure Frankie can sing. 
But they didn't cross that realm. No. They didn't cross it. They stayed in their own thing. And, and that's exactly what we're talking about. You know, and then, of course, you have people. Um, there was a show back a while, a, a long while, where famous singers had children that wanted to break into singing. Mm-hmm. You know, and I believe, like, Eddie Money was one of them. Olivia Newton-John was one of them. Neither Meatloaf. one of their, their kids actually went anywhere. But you just can't assume because your father or mother is a really terrific singer that mm-hmm. that naturally paid the way for you to be the singer. You have to put in the work as well. And if you're not good, eventually it's going to show and it's not Especially, too, sometimes it's twice as bad if you do have a famous parent because you're expected to live up to what was right. your... And that's why you find also sometimes famous uh, children of famous people, they don't keep their last name or they change their name so you're not necessarily sure sure that that's them. And, you know, maybe that's a good thing. So I guess what we're trying to say here is it's better to stay with what you are. Right. Don't assume because you know someone famous or your friend is famous. And get your get and choose your path based on who you are, not because of who your friends are or your mom is or your dad is or how you, you know, yes, everybody helps out those that they're closest to. If you and are you a talented to. person and your best friend is a talented person, you're going to go out on that limb and say, yeah, you know what, like, go ahead. But they have to have something to back it up. If you are going to be these types of people, make sure you have something to back up why someone thinks you should be there. Yeah. Have talent. Have a voice. Have have your own self-worth. I don't even know. Because sometimes it truly is like a mind-blowing thing that, like, these types of people think right. that they're your famous. Your father was a hit singer in the 80s. He had one hit song. And now you think you're a fashion influencer and witty and, like, I'm going to walk into, you know the Bellagio and get the best room there is. That, that doesn't happen. It shouldn't happen. That's not the way that it is. Um, another thing is, I can tell you from experience, nothing feels better than achieving something on your own, that you are solely responsible for getting, that you fought and worked and studied and researched and tried really hard to get. That's the best success. You won't believe it, but people will say, oh, but I'd rather be just handed this success. Eventually it will leave you, and if you get that success or money or a job all on your own merit, it feels so much better. It really it does. does. So if you have ever been a tag-along or you know somebody that's been a tag-along. I don't think many people are like, hey there, I was a tag-along. But hey, that's part of growing as a person is admitting what you once were that you don't want to be anymore, that you've changed. So I think that's important. So yeah, let us know in the comments uh, wherever you are streaming us. Let us know, have you come across these types of people who is somebody like what do you think and then then that goes into a whole other realm of social climbing because there's the people that they think they're famous because their boyfriend or girlfriend's famous and they're not and then they try to piggyback off of that yeah social climbing is the same thing as a tag along same exactly and you can there's a lot of social climbers yeah oh yes (laughs) i could think of 10 right now and i'll I'll remain i just have one kind of right there and I almost oh, yeah. said it too yeah I almost which, said it too which like I'm not going to and I'm so glad I, I did but yes please make sure to like and subscribe we stream on over 10 streaming services and we post new episodes or try to post new episodes each and every Monday or Friday until next time everybody don't tag along but stay cozy